Welcome to Van Lathan's The Red Pill, where we give you the brutal reality of truth. On today's episode, Jamila Lemieux, a black feminist, activist, writer, all kinds of different stuff. Very, very intelligent woman. Uh, we talked to her about the Killer Mike controversy. Why is everyone trying to cancel Killer Mike? We talk about cancel culture, period. Why is she always on Twitter trying to cancel people? And we talk about the most important thing you can talk to a black feminist about twerk videos. Where do they have a place in the culture? And do females have a twerk video equivalent? Very enlightening conversation with Jamila. Brothers, open your ears. Listen to the women. Start right now. Pop some pills. Let's get into it. I just want to make sure I don't have lipstick on my teeth. Mm-hmm. Get them on her to working. Look at her. She's teasing her hair. You got me lit like I'm a little darker than I am. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? That's the AKA vibes coming out right there. I'm just saying. She doesn't want to be darker. She doesn't want to be darker than a paper bag. She doesn't want to be darker than a paper bag. This is AKA. Let me tell you something. Maddie might not know about this. And Jason, I'm sure you guys don't know about this. There is a historically black. No, 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 no. AKA is Alpha Kappa Alpha. And they they are known for having a paper bag test where they don't let darker skinned ladies. That's ridiculous. True or false? Has that ever happened? That's false. So the AK, the AKAs never had the paper bag test. No one had the paper bag test. So there was. It's no, been debunked. Was there debunked colorism? by who? Yes, I believe it was Jelani Cobb. Who is that? He's a scholar. So he's a scholar, and he knows that there was. How does he know definitively? He's a historian. Okay, I don't know who he is. I'll have to like. I'll have to. Good guy. But okay, let me ask you this then. As a first of all, white people clap for Jamila Lemieux. <laughs> clap louder. Clap louder. There's only two of y'all today. So question. Did you turn the lighting down a little bit though? It was. She um, was. She doesn't want to look too dark. No, it's not that. You she fool! Is that I look? Turn the monitor on. Please include this part. Please, turn look, the please include. Are you recording yet? Yeah, we're recording. This please is, include this. I look lighter. Turn the monitor on so he can see it because I'm lit. The lighting is for someone who's darker. So, so I look white. You can't even see. I look like two little eyebrows mm-hmm. and some lips. Right. Let me tell you something. Show. There are a lot of people out oh here in the Twitter sphere. That are going to be surprised by the rampant sort of materialism <laughs> and the the image consciousness of Jamila Lemieux, I can't who is stand you. I who is, who is a am. spokesperson for the woke community of Twitter. I don't even use the word. Woke. She is she this okay? Can I, this let me tell you something. We've had a lot of people on the podcast. Jamila was actually one of the Roots, most 100 influential black people of oh, all time. I was one of Roots, most 100. Give it up. Thank you. Of all time. She was, oh, she was just ahead of, all time. she was, was just ahead of Madam C.J. Walker. And just behind Omarosa. You're such a terrible <laughs> Behind. Hold on now. Pretty sure when the Roots make their list of the 100 most important that Questlove will vote me above uh, Omarosa. Yeah, Omarosa. If no one else. So let me ask you this. Yes. Colorism. Yes. You just displayed some of it. You didn't want to seem too dark. I hate everything about you. And I want you I'm, to remember I'm just, that. I, I, I'm not just, you just display. You don't want to. You're, you're an AKA. You don't want to seem too dark. It's I can't. okay. Uh, you don't know how words work. And I, I said that the lighting was for someone darker. What does that look, mean, though? That That's means pejorative. it's making me look lighter. It's brighter than it needs to be okay. because my skin is already so what bright. You're, so what you're saying is that you don't want to come off looking 
to fair skin then because then you'll get be kicked out of Timbuktu with the rest of the woke people. I want to be lit. Okay. For a woman of my complexion. Every day we lit. Every day we lit. I, I just like it. to look pretty. All right. So that when your terrifying fans see this, Tough, terrifying fans. At least they'll say, "Well, she's not ugly." <laughs> I have a question. You have to do something. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what it is that you do, and um, just the whole Jamila Lemieux story. Okay. Um, Abbreviated version. So, uh, my name is Jamila Lemieux. Mm -hmm. I am originally from Chicago, Illinois. I went to Whitney Young High School, like First Lady Michelle Obama. Um, Mm -hmm. I went to Howard University. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I have moved to New York City to try and figure my life out, and I decided I wanted to move to Brooklyn when I was 12, and I did it as soon as I graduated college. Didn't really have a plan. I knew I wanted to write, and I enjoyed writing. And so a few jobs that really weren't for me later, um, I finally had the courage and the bylines to just set out as a freelance uh, writer. Well, I got fired from a job, so mm. <laughs> I, I didn't decide to be freelance. I just they decided. decided. They decided, and right. I decided to remain freelance. Sure. And so then, um, more freedom for you. More freedom for me, and just time to pursue what I really wanted to do. You know, at this right. point, I might have been twenty-six. You know, I wasn't that young. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I ended up getting hired to work for Ebony Magazine, Amazing. which was just kind of an incredible, a prestige job, if you will. Very much so, you know, especially for it to be my first full-time editorial job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was there for almost five years. Really proud of the work um, that we did, even though you can't really see the remnants of it anywhere. Um, what does that to mean? Go back. Uh, the the beautiful website we had designed was redesigned. Uh, the see. magazine has changed tremendously since we left. My, you know, the team I worked with, mm-hmm. and um. But in uh, summer 2016, I went over to I1 Digital, um, which is the t- the digital arm of the Radio 1, TV 1 family of companies, and became the vice president of news and men's programming. Wow. So, um, yeah. Men's programming, huh? Yeah. You know? Interesting. Um, and so the news is news1.com, and the men's is Cassius, which mm. is CassiusLife.com. That's our millennial um, male-facing platform, lifestyle, news, you know, sex, fashion, health, wellness, etc. Um, and that's where I am. So I'm a writer, thinker, do a lot of public speaking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Been and on a couple summer. of shows. And, and Sometimes. kind of increasing that sort of uh, that bag of chicks every day. There's some new things that you're going to be doing in the future. Yeah. I want to ask you about your sort of online and online and cultural um, presence, your identity mm-hmm. on there, if you will. Uh, you are known as... I don't nobody know me. They do know you. I ain't nobody. They do know you. They know you. You're a feminist. You're like one of the, the leading black feminist voices on the internet. Would you say that? It's probably true. Somewhere on the, the totem pole, I wouldn't say at the top or anything. I might have faded out a little bit, got quiet. And, Why did you get quiet? Like, Why would you get quiet about feminism? That's... I never got quiet about feminism, but I, but I, you know, I'm quite busy with mm-hmm. my job, um, mm-hmm. and I don't have as much time to write as I used to. And I feel like a lot of my good ideas have gotten lost on Twitter um, when I should have been fleshing them out into articles. So I've been working mm-hmm. on that more lately. So I have been a little quiet. Um, so I wouldn't say leading, but I'm just I'm say I'll say that I'm proud to be in that number at mm-hmm. all, and I see where this online conversation about feminism has gone, and the offline conversation too, right? Sure. Most of the conversation, well, not maybe not most of the conversations we have each day, but a good percentage of them are offline, right? Um, and like I started calling myself a feminist when I was like 12 or 13, 
You know what I mean? Like, I'm 33 years old, so I've been doing this for a very long time. How do you call yourself a feminist at 12? I mean, the same way you could call yourself an, an atheist or, you know. A, I wasn't calling myself. At what 12, is, I wasn't calling about? myself anything yet. The only thing at 12 I was concerned at is looking at bra straps. Say at some point. Trying to find out how to see. I remember the first time I saw a girl's bra strap, mm-hmm. and I realized that it was like titties actually under the bra. <laughs> like, Because, like, breasts were a concept, yeah, and then they became a real thing. Right. And then seeing the strap of the bra. That, that took you to a place. Yeah, because the strap of the bra means that there's actually something inside of the bra, which means that they're actually titties that you might one day get to see or right. touch. That's very important. That's what I was thinking about it as well. Yeah. But you were thinking about how to save the world for women. In certain ways, yeah. And it's funny because that made me think. I was like, what's the female equivalent or, you know, straight female did, equivalent Did you guys look at, at bulges and, and balls and stuff? I wasn't looking at those yet. But I feel like the moment for me, and I, I'd always been interested in, in boys and always yeah. been attracted to okay. boys. Okay, okay. Shut up. Heat um, it up at 12. Not, oh, you're an awful person. <laughs> I, I love nothing it. about you is good. Um, uh-huh. Except you're kind of tall. No, um, I I just remember the D'Angelo video. That's 2001. So I wasn't 12. I was like 16 then. But I remember that being the one. I kissed boys and stuff. I, think I, I don't think I was a virgin, but I wasn't like, you know. Uh-huh. I, we don't have to use this part. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> you can cut, 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 and then like come back right here. And so when I was right. 12, uh, no, I'm sorry, when I was 16, uh-huh. uh, the D'Angelo video, you know, like. That. That might have been my first experience with like lust. My um my homeboy Ryan, because I was in college during that time. Oh nigga alert. Oh. Um like my homeboy Ryan, his girlfriend came into my room to watch the video because mm-hmm. he forbade her from watching <laughs> the video. I'm sure guys in were not his room. He was like, You wanna watch that? Yeah. Go in Van room. And I was like, she came in, she's like, Van, can we watch D'Angelo? And I was like, Yeah, man. I, mean, I don't have any problem with it. And then they turned it on, and I saw what the video was doing to them. Yeah. And I was like, yo, he got a point. Like, this is a little disrespectful. I mean, you got a point. I thought you were going to say, you fool. You should let her watch this so she can get excited. You should, but the reality is that let. maybe in that situation, well, it was his TV. Okay. So it is let. So let's, let's not. That's let's not, It was right, his right. TV, so it is let. Um, but look, we were young. We were like, what, what was that, like? 99, 2000 or something like that? So you were how old? 19 or 20. Jesus. You're old enough to be my father. Yeah, I'm old, man. Chill, man. Chill. <laughs> so I need you to help me with something that I struggle with okay. because as you get older, as mm-hmm. I'm clearly getting, we all struggle to be better men and to be better allies to our female counterparts, mm-hmm. especially our black female counterparts. Thank you. Um, define feminism for us and tell us specifically how feminism impacts or how a a lack of female empowerment impacts the African-American community. Okay. If you can. If I can. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me ask you something first. Mm -hmm. What, if I asked you to define feminism, what would you say? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) If you asked me to define feminism, what I would say and... Uh, anyway, I'm not going to beat around it. I would say that feminism is the, the I guess, um, uh, trying to reach a, a plateau in society where women are equally represented, um, where they are safe, where we have a system of justice that includes them and empowers them. That's the best answer I could give. And that's kind of a broad 
answer, but that's mm-hmm. the best answer I can give. That's a good answer. Okay. That that's essentially it. That's it. That's pretty much it. I got it. That's it. That's feminism. That's feminism. Why do you feel like so many men have a problem embracing that which doesn't seem in any way uh, dangerous or marginalizing to men? Why do you feel like if that's the broad sweeping answer, why would there be any guy that would be against that? Well, um, number one, there are not a lot of men. Um, I should say there are a lot of men who can't do what you just did. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. who, if you ask them what is feminism – they're either just going to stutter until you, you know, put them out of their misery and tell them never mind, right. you know, or they're going to say something that is just really offensive and and more importantly inaccurate, you know, mm-hmm. that is w- women who hate men, or women who just want to do everything that a man does, you know, they don't believe gender roles, you know, like there's just a lot of conjecture and, and stereotyping out there and just mm-hmm. a lot of mythology, right? You know, and so. I think until very recently, you know, like I was saying earlier, I've been a feminist for a very long time. Like, that shit was not cute to anybody in 2005. Right. You know, like, I was an anomaly of sorts because I called myself that. You know, like, there were women I knew whose behaviors in ways were very feminist or their views on the world, and men too, you know. But, like, in terms of, like, saying, like, oh, I embrace this. Like, this is part of my identity. It was like, I don't know about all that, you know, because I love men. Right. You know, and I forget, I remember, you know, and I'm sure I probably did this when I was younger, too, just hearing women say stuff like, I'm a feminist, but I love men. Right. You know, like, not that they felt like they had to prove that they weren't gay, but they that they were not man-haters, right. you know? And so a lot of people just think that that's a feminist, so that's number one. Um, you know, the other thing is men, you know, and we're kind of speaking in broad sweeping terms, um, sure. men are not socialized to listen to women. And, and really be interested in what we think and that feel. That seems to be something that you hit on a lot. Yeah, that and that because I think it's something that we can correct. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we certainly talk about white supremacy. You know, we, we talk about the broader you know idea of patriarchy, right? The, the, these global structures that that crush us all in so many ways. But you can't say, okay, like, here's how we're going to end white supremacy. You know, it's like, right. well, what's the little thing? What's the thing that I can and knock down? So I think you know, in terms of our peer groups you know if i can be if i do nothing else in my life but just remind people around me to just or or who get to you know or who come across the things i say online to just think about women right just just think about us in a real meaningful way to like include women you know like i was doing the the listen to black women shirts everybody saying you know listen to black women trust black women believe black women that's not about saying give us the burdens of the world Mm because we're magic and we can fix them you know it's like hear us see us You know, like so much of what's wrong with the world around us, which of course has ramifications on black people of all gender expressions, is the inability to see and and, and really affirm and and give black women what they need, right? To to see us as vulnerable, to see us as disenfranchised, to see us as human, to see us as kind, to just see us, you know, to see us hurting. You know, I I think very often about... um, about the fact that Serena Williams very easily could have died shortly after giving birth, yeah. you know, and, and would go on to say that the folks at the hospital did not recognize what was wrong with her. She did, you know, and they didn't. So this is somebody who has access to the best health care in the world, right. you know, and if her insurance card wasn't there, there's her husband. Right. You know what I mean? There, there's no confusion about who this person is and, and, and what she has in her wallet. Right. Um, you know, I, I think about Erica Garner who had a heart attack not long after the birth of her second child. I I think about the fact, and this is interesting, right before Erica died, 
there was a study that came out about black maternal deaths, uh-huh. um, you know, and, and maternal health outcomes. And so I'd known for years that, like, black women in America had, you know, maternal death rates and infant mortality rates that would, you know, rival some of what we call third world countries. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whatever, yeah. yeah. And so I knew that. I always just assumed that it was because of poverty, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if we over-index in terms of numbers of poor women, you know, people who don't have access to good hospitals and good doctors and all that stuff, and you have people who have to work, you know, more than they should. So it could be. And, and a lot of them, you know, heads of household, even during pregnancy. So it's like if I don't have health insurance, if I don't, you know, have time because I have to I work at, you know, Subway in the morning, you know, and then in the afternoon I'm at McDonald's, and then at night I put the kids to bed, and then I do a morning shift at the airport three times a week. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you're working like that, it's a very good chance that you didn't have time, you know, for adequate uh, pre, uh, prenatal care, you know. And, and then the study reveals that black college-educated women are more likely to die in childbirth than white poor women. You know, you hmm. can't class your way out of this. This right. is about, I mean, I, you are less likely to have those issues if you are upperly mobile and have access to better doctors, but even better doctors might not believe that you're hurting. Right. You know, they might not take your suffering or, or be able to recognize it, you know, and there have been studies that have shown that about black men and women, mm-hmm. that, that people think we have higher thresh, pain thresholds, including people in the medical profession. So it's one thing for a bus driver to think, you know, he hit his head, but I'm sure he's okay. And, mm-hmm. and another for a nurse or a doctor, you know, to not treat you in the same way they, they would somebody who was everything like you but white, mm-hmm. you know. So um, so that, for me, is what feminism is about, mm-hmm. you know. And there, there's some of the nitpicking um, that happens from people who have, whatever, for whatever reason, they oppose feminism. They either don't understand it or they just really feel, and this is the other thing, man, um, in terms of, like, why wouldn't men embrace this? There are men who will say, why would I want to give up power? Like, why would I want to give up privilege? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At times, they do want to give it up. Like, you, you may hear some of these same guys saying that they don't want to actually participate in chivalry and they're happy to split a, a meal with you, right? But right. The, the things that they get that are good. Um, from patriarchy they want to hold on to you know as do women right like as like the fact that so many of us and i'll admit to being one of them that typically in my relationships there is a kind of traditional gender you know role sort of thing and not completely like you don't get to i'm not submitting right (laughs) you know not like in regular life like you know what i mean like um but what does that mean you're not submitting in regular life like where do you you submit what do you like sex. Oh, okay. Say it. We on the red pill. <laughs> like, like, he, like, like, you're not gonna make Maddie uncomfortable back there. Maddie has. Listen, here's the thing about Maddie. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Maddie. The, Maddie has a wife mm-hmm. that he's that he loves, mm-hmm. but he sees black women on the side. Oh my god. As he, What's in, wrong in, with in, you? In his in his marriage. What's wrong? In with Maddie's you? marriage, they have a, a deal and an arrangement Get where up. he is able. Can you just to, not say things that are going to get a, people they bothering do a, me? They do a like, paper bag test. Anyone darker than a paper lie. bag, Maddie can cheat with them. You are a That's what they do. Horrible. It's a paper bag test for Maddie. Maddie's wife lets him do it, man. Shout out to Maddie's wife, man. I love Maddie's it. wife said you can't use this part. It's going in. So here's the deal. Just like Maddie goes in to oh all the sisters in Hollywood. Oh, my God. So, so, here's, so here's the deal. Does the conversation of feminism, we'll come back to you submitting because you're not going to get off that, but the, does the conversation of feminism in your opinion, yeah. need to take more, need to take place um, more between women or between women and men? 
Both and, you know. Which one? What do you think is 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 more important? You know that that's I don't know if that's a, a good thing to a worthy thing to compare mm-hmm. uh, in a way, but I'll say you know it's kind of I really couldn't tell you because on one hand it's like all right the one between well, it can't just stop, it can't end with either group you right. know what I mean like so if it's a term it's a priority you know you can make a case for either because you could say women have to talk to other women to get them ready to fight you know when we're ready to really do this battle so we got to have everybody in alignment when you have women that are as anti-feminist as the people who actually benefit from patriarchy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and will be quick to attack us um, or distance themselves from us or whatever, uh, then, yeah, that's a conversation to be had. But in terms of talking to men, like, you have to remember that that is, for women of all races, mm-hmm. a matter of safety, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, feminism doesn't just, you know, mean that you'll get paid yeah. more than I do or, or that you're, um, you know, that if, you're in a relationship with somebody that you're expected to be a protective provider and she's expected to be a nurturer, you know what I mean? Or to take care of you. And just kind of, you know, the social expectations that might be slightly more modern, but just the idea that, like, you know, someone has to hold you down. You know what I mean? Like, you got to take care of your man. Like, you know, some of that stuff that you just get for being a man under patriarchy, um, you know, that that we might not like it, we might not agree with it. Right. um, Or find it limiting, Mm -hmm. uh, as should you all, honestly. But we're talking about, like, domestic violence we're talking about access to affordable um legal birth control options right. you know including these are conversations that have to take place across across the yes, board and exactly. especially to, to 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 males that might have some power to, to change those things yeah and, and we have to you know have that conversation with men constantly but it's also important to think that like and this is what i do right this is what i do like as a writer and whatever work that i do there are people who, you know, are focused on the, like you said, the stakeholders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and so, and how they engage members of Congress, how they engage, you know, executives, how they engage artists. And I would certainly want to be resonant in those spaces. Um, but my thing has really been like, hey, everyday man, something as small as you telling your homeboy, nah, don't call her a hoe because she had condoms in her purse. Right. She's trying to protect herself and you. You tripping. You should be nice to her. Right. Something that's not, maybe that's not the best, you know, my, my, my man impression. I'm is like, yeah, you're very, you're, you're, I sound like, I was mad like, weak. I sound, like, I sound like you uh, sound, Bill Bellamy and Yeah, what are you doing? Like, like, what? But, but you know what I mean? But you yeah. get the, the I, idea. Yeah, I understand. Right? That, like, you're saying that men holding other men accountable for things uh, that hold women back and I guess by proxy hold us all back. Yeah. And also holding themselves accountable. You know right. what I mean? So even if you, and I wish that more men did, you know, but like, even if you don't always have the courage to speak up to your homeboys or, you know, and I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about putting yourself in a line of, of danger, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? With stranger, I'm just talking about like talking to your roommate, your fraternity brother, your homeboy, your your actual brother, right. you know, about something in relation to women. Like, not letting the dude who doesn't take care of his kid come around. You know wait, what wait, I mean? Wait. Like, so, not letting the guy who doesn't. doesn't take care of his kid come around. So, what you're saying in that situation is, now, amongst my, in my family, mm-hmm. situations like that are always frowned upon. Yeah. You know, just because that's how my dad is. Mm-hmm. But if I'm with my homeboys and my homeboy's not doing right by his his girl or by his, his kid, it's one thing for me to say, yo, man, that's foul. It's another thing for me to get all up in his business and be like, yo, you can't come around until you I don't even, honestly, don't think you have to. 
I, again, it'd be great if you said that, you know, and I right. understand why that's not always the wisest thing to do. But if right. it's a matter of like, you know, you close enough to this person to be like, yo, is is it true? Because I've heard, you know, is it true that you're not doing these things? Or if he's telling you, like, where's that in though? Then do I check him if he's cheating on his girl? Listen, can you just? I, you don't even know where it began because you interrupted me. Okay, go for it. My bad. Sorry, okay. Black Queen. Thank Nubian you, sister. God. Like you want to learn? Nefertiti of the Nile. Thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, you saying that because they say Nefertiti white now? I don't um, even know any. I just know that you know. I don't know any of that stuff. Go ahead. Well, well I'm sorry for okay. interrupting. That. Thank you. I accept your apology. But you know, it, it's simply like <laughs> I do what. Why are you like polite shaming me? I got manners, nigga. Um, so like, imagine that. Um, don't laugh. I said N word. Now it's now it's awkward. See? Oh, I was Maddie that God. laughed. That was Maddie that laughed. Oh my God. I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, my parent. I hope my parents don't hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I guess that was the point that I didn't want my parents to hear. This probably came a few minutes ago. Yeah, wasn't I, exactly I would imagine so. Okay. Yeah. But um, so let's say this is somebody you're good friends with, right? That sure. you feel like you can have some real talk with them the same way if, you know, they had gotten into a fight at a party and you was like, yo, you, you've been drinking too much. This isn't the first time it's happened. You know what I mean? Like somebody yeah. can say man to man, like, yo, you know, you 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 really need to call Shorty up and, and, and make plans to see with your see your kid. You know, right. like, are you not why are you not doing that? Like asking yeah. questions, not just, like, you know, you do this, you do that. But like, you know, Forcing him in the way that you communicate with this person to confront what he's doing wrong or what he's not doing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and if somebody's not willing to adjust, and if you're watching this, if you're like, "This is my homeboy. He's fun to be around. I care about him," but I know for a fact that he's spending money on bottle service and, and girls and going on dates and has a child he's not taking care of. Or he's yeah. buying a sneaker. You know what I'm saying? Like if you see, if you recognize that, and I'm not talking about some small stuff. Yeah. I don't mean like, "Oh, you're not texting your girl back. You need to give up." Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's. A debate that the friends can have if they so true or a discussion that if that's how you all communicate then sure you know mm-hmm. but I think in terms of like the thing that should feel like a responsibility mm-hmm. is when somebody is really like performing like bad manhood or bad womanhood right. you know what I mean See, the same way if one of my friends was not taking care of her child you know or was treating the the parent you know her child's parent poorly you know, for unjustified reason, like I'd say, look, this is what you're doing is not good. You're mm-hmm. not acting in the best interest of your child. Like I, you know, having the courage to say things like that I is important. That, I think that's something that women do much better than men. I think that women, and I'm just going to speak speak to the women that I've known in my life. They have a lot of very, very uh, steep ups and downs with their friends. Mm-hmm. One, that's true. one day it's like, yo, this is my sister. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yo, we got the same blood, the same essence, the same spirit. The next day, fuck that bitch. It happens. I never want to see her again. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I'll never talk to her again. And then, invariably, they always start talking talk to her again. again. And I think a lot of times that happens because the one friend, uh, or sometimes I've seen it, should I say, one friend makes a decision in their personal life that somebody can't get with, and then now we're at odds. For it, Amongst the fellas... One challenge about sort of um, uh, this this entire situation is there's we don't really amongst like I would feel weird even my closest friends mm-hmm. I would feel weird getting in their business to that degree I would say if I saw something that was like overt and this has to do this is not just in this, the specific situations that we talked about when you talk about holding people accountable for things if it doesn't really have a lot to do with you a lot of times man rules and man codes yeah. dictate 
that you don't really talk to somebody else about what's going on in their household. <sighs> I'm gonna have to their kids, stretch, shake it out for this response. Their woman or with <sighs> their situation. Wrap this up. You hope that your boys are doing the best. Got it. And you, you, you want me to tell you, you sometimes ben, ben. program them, hey ben. but you don't chastise ben. them because we ben. some men. Van, do you want me to tell you why? Sure. All why? those things will start at the beginning. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one reason why. I'll tell you one reason why. Why? One reason why is because shit can go left quick. Oh, I, and, I and, listen, and if it, listen, and if it listen, goes listen, left between you. us, I we have to do you. physical violence I to got one you. I got you. Uh-huh. I got you. Um, do you want to know why? Give it to me, yeah. Let's start with the women friends and the passion and the breakups and the, mm-hmm. the fact that not most of us, but some of us, some of us you know, yeah. have these tumultuous relationships that are almost like our relationship, you know, our romantic relationships. Right? right. And there's also those that maybe it's not as maybe the fighting is not that bad, but mm-hmm. we just we bicker with our friends and right. fall out in ways that most of you all don't. Right. You know, and, and we talk about it. You all fall out over something. And oftentimes you're either done or just kind of move on you know let a little time pass let it breathe and then but you're not confrontational with one another whereas we're like i mean the reality shows are obviously an exaggeration but the way they're always like you know we need to have a meeting you need to talk Mm -hmm. you know and of course those are staged and you know between people who are oftentimes not really close friends but shout out to shawnee and evelyn who we are shout out to shawnee and evelyn yo evelyn is evelyn is hoe you like her? She is hilarious. There is a gem of a show waiting for her. This As a feminist, has... are you offended by Basketball Wives? No. No. Shawnee was saying that she gets a lot of hate from? from from black women about what she does on Basketball Wives and about how Basketball Wives has impacted. Do you feel any of that? Do you think any of that is... is... I want to put a pen in that. We'll get back to that. Sure. Because I want to get into my, um, you know, to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. So we are trained. I think this is, you know... Uh, women are socialized to look for soulmates for this great love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go out into the world and, and find that with you all, that's not, it's at times elusive. And I'm not talking about not having a man, because you might have a man, right? right? But like this passionate kind of, this pouring into you, this investment in your dreams and your hopes and your mm-hmm. like, you know, knowing your mama's birthday and, and right. the last time you talked to your ex and to take your phone from you, you know, once you've had too many shots of Patron and you're going to text old boy that we said we wasn't talking to no more. Like, the way that we wrap our arms around our friends' lives. And, and, and it happens with our platonic male friendships, too, and certainly with our men. Right. But this is something that, that happens between girlfriends, mm-hmm. you know, is very different. Than what you all do with one another, and I think part of that, no, because it's because it's my it's like that's too much. It's It's very hard to juggle all of that stuff. Don't can it be? Yes, there's certainly time, you know, especially people who have big friend circles or who get really invested. I have friends who are this way. I'm not this way. You know, I have a a good number of close friends, and I have people that I'm all up and through their stuff. But for Mm -hmm. the most part, I'm not that to everyone. You You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm just not because I don't want to. I just, I, I, my limitations are such that I'm, I'm not built. Like, I don't have, like, a number one best friend. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I just kind of, that's how, that's just how I function in friendships. Right. You know, some people are, partially because I'm, I'm, I am kind of in my offline life kind of non-confrontational. You know, I don't want to do a lot of bickering and, and trying to adjust around people's stuff. But that, but it's good, though. You know what I mean? Like, minus the fighting, it's like, that's love. Like, that, that's passion. You know, we're passionate about our girlfriends. 
And I'm glad because honestly, a lot of sisters, and this is something I spent a lot of time thinking about and was very intentional about not repeating for my own life. But there are a lot of, of women who don't really know the touch of, I don't want to just say a man because there are certainly some that are, you know, interested in women and sometimes maybe don't feel comfortable being out with that. Of course, that's not something that's just gone away, you know, because things are more progressive. But there's certainly a lot of women who are interested in men um, or who date men who will go long stretches of time without having a meaningful relationship, without having a physical relationship with someone, you know. And so it's kind of like so this love that's, you know, we're, we're trained to have, where does it go? You know, it, it goes to children if you have them, um, hopefully. It goes to them, and it may go to other members of your family, you know, cousins. Um, we treat cousins like they're our identical twins, right. you know, um, and, and it goes to your to your friends. So that's not a bad thing. You know, I think it's something that you all could really stand to learn from, you know. Um, and, again, part of it is us wanting it from you all and, and not finding you all sh- capable at times. You know, it's like I have who's going to make me feel good? Who's going to care about me? Who's going to treat me as more than an afterthought or something I can get to when I feel like it? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of women function in relationships like that that are actual. I'm not talking about just like, yeah, we kicking it, so you know, sometimes he's available, sometimes he's not, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like actually having men who are like your husband or your boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, that that are detached from you. And they may in their hearts feel like they love you to the moon and back. You know, but but they're you all are not socialized to be vulnerable, you know, as you should be, as honest and and forthcoming with your feelings, mm-hmm. which hurts everybody, you know, and in the small ways to why didn't he tell me he didn't like me? He's just mm-hmm. wasting my time to I told him no, I didn't want his number and he shoots me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he has no ability to, to cope with rejection, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he's probably dealing with something before he gets to that moment you know, whether it relates to women or not, that could have been healed, mm-hmm. you know, or addressed before he got to that moment if he if if we taught our men and boys to talk to us about their feelings, you know, not to keep them bottled up. That being a man having a stiff upper lip, you know, mm-hmm. is not always the, the right approach, right. you know. And so the idea that, like, I can't say these things to my friend, you know, like not just a dude I know, not my barber, but, like, my man's. You know, mm-hmm. somebody who would see you cry if your something happens to your mother. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who would be there by your side if you all, if you got jumped by some dudes or something in a bar? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now he he's ready to stand up for you and vice versa. But you're saying that like this person who you care about. I'm saying I don't want him in my business, so I stay out of his. But I'm just saying like if you're saying stay that in your if own you household, nigga. care about somebody but right. could not care about their child as an mm-hmm. extension of them enough to say like dude you, you you're messing up mm-hmm. it don't have to be this way we see men like this all the time you're I trying to be like those guys nah, and definitely. and and man like if you're not and so the point i'm trying to get to earlier is like if you're not willing or ready or able to have that conversation like look if i invite 10 people over to my house every time you know the knicks play mm-hmm. and you're that guy it's about to be nine people over my house maybe we don't talk about it mm-hmm. but you're not just gonna be sitting in my oh, house you'll talk about it because Niggas gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna be real with you, man. Porzingis is a beast. He went for like 40 and 15. Wheels over at Brand Crib. You know, he had made those little, he takes like pita pockets and he takes ground turkey, puts them in the middle, and then he melts cheese over the top of them, puts them with some good old baked uh, waffle crisp, put them in the oven, 
And by the time the Waffle Chris came out, Porzingis had scored like 15 more points. Porzingis is crazy. And then Roney going to be like, yo, what the hell's going on, man? I wasn't at the crib when Porzingis was going crazy. Like, y'all niggas was just chilling. I was at the, I had to watch the game at my house. What's going on? Now guess what happens? Me and Roney got to have a, a conversation. And I got to say, yo, I don't appreciate the way you're treating your kid. So I didn't invite you over to my house. Then you're going to say, get some business. Now, here's the deal. I'm not saying that you're you're not afraid, you're, that you're afraid to talk to your boy. You don't want to broach it. What I'm saying is between men, a lot of times, at least in my friendships, don't tell me about what's going on in my household. This I got from my father. My father, God bless him, imperfect man with a perfect resolve. Imperfect man, perfect resolve. Backbone, straight. I raise my sons. I raise my family. Keep your opinions about my family in your household. Keep them over there. I'm going to do my best over here. And I think a lot of the guys that I know, especially Southern men, that's where we've come from. You think that it takes a village to raise the kids in your house. You're looking at me. You disapprove of me so much right now. I feel so small. I feel so small with the way that you're leering at me because you think that's all bullshit, macho bullshit, I'm assuming. Yes, it's macho bullshit. I'll move on to another question I want, I want, want to ask you. We used to be slaves. So oh. don't talk about what we used to do. Oh, it's true. All right, I got you. Listen, I, I want to ask you more. I want to ask you some more stuff that just questions, questions that I have to women. Do women need more hobbies? What? I, this this is a point. This is a big point of contention that I have. Okay, okay. so on any given, I'll play Xbox. Oh, in, in, in any Xbox is a good example. Yeah. In any given day, I have a bunch of different things that might keep me occupied, so that I'm not dwelling on something that somebody else is doing. Oh. These are these are these are <laughs> wait these are you are an asshole. Wait 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 wait. wait, wait what I'm saying is what I'm saying is. I like, ah! I like to play basketball. Oh, my God. I like to box. Are you kidding me? I like to play pool. I like to do all of these your things. Homeboy, and, your deadbeat dad and, homeboy's and any, son is going to rob you any, one day. And any of these and things. he's going to say, and any of all these you things, had to do was tell that nigga to call any me. Of these things and we might not be here that, today. Any of these things that Are I do. Are you kidding they me? They keep me What's from doing other you? stuff, right? So I feel like what you if women had more hobbies that they could do? What wouldn't that? Well, I'm asking a you question. Are a clown. I'm asking, what if women had more hobbies that they could do? And in doing these hobbies, because this is a big deal, in doing these hobbies, maybe they were more investing into themselves. Can I tell you something, Van? It, wouldn't that keep? Wouldn't that? What if while we were playing Xbox, y'all were doing what? I don't know what kind of stuff y'all like to do. Y'all were doing some fly shit together that you like to do, or maybe, you know. I'm just saying, like, don't you think that that would be dope if I knew you know that I could what play would be Xbox dope or if I knew if, I could play basketball you know what would you be, were doing something? You know what would be dope if you all, instead of using Xbox and basketball and, and infidelity and overeating infidelity. and all these other things as your therapist chair, if while you all were so busy not talking about your feelings, not going to the doctor, not talking to your friends and calling them on their bullshit, not being honest with the women in your life, not being honest with yourselves, 
maybe your life expectancies would be a little bit longer. Or maybe if y'all stop so, stressing us out about playing Xbox, no. our life expectancies would be longer well, because clear. we wouldn't have high blood pressure over That's, different things. I'm not even going to engage that. <laughs> You are an actual troll. I'm not trolling You're you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm troll. not trolling you. I, I'm, that was I am, a troll. That was a troll. That was a troll. That was a troll. I am saying seriously though, that well, there do you feel like do you feel like this? A, the, the larger a, question is: Do women invest enough into themselves? Because you're talking about women investing into their friends, investing into their men, investing into their children. Have. Do women invest enough into themselves? Well, I mean, that's subjective. There are women that are completely selfish and, and everything is for them, about them, and, and centers them, whether they have five kids, two husbands, whatever, right? There's people who, you know, go into the grave not taking care of themselves at all because they were caring for the elders in their family uh, and their man and their children. Love you, mama and grandma. Exactly. Yeah. So the thing is... And my sister. We... And I talk about this is the same thing I was talking about earlier. Like the stuff I want to do is just to get a, if I can get two, three people think about their lives differently and the choices that they make. Uh -huh. You know, that's something I've been very deliberate about, and I still struggle. You know, I, I'm a single parent in a great co-parenting relationship, right? Uh -huh. Like my daughter spends, you know, not quite equal, but but close to it, closer to it than most families you'll know. Work. Time between dad's house and mom's house. Everybody gets along. Everybody's good. I have a great job. You know, I'm also a public speaker and I'm working on some freelance stuff, right? right. I date, I travel for work and for leisure. I am mm -hmm. constantly busy, you know, and, and I have people in my life who need me, you know, who, who may need me financially, who need me emotionally, um, outside of my daughter and my mm -hmm. parents and my siblings, people who I care about, you know, and um, I give a lot. I give give almost all that I can. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been able to capture a little bit for myself, just a little bit. Right. That's a deliberate decision. Right. You know, there have been times where my mother, I love my mother, you know, she was also a single parent, self-sacrifice. Please don't listen, Mommy, turn it off right here if you made the mistakes of first play on this. But, you know, did not have a significant relationship that I was aware of, mm -hmm. you know, when she and my father weren't dealing with each other, which stopped when I was very, very young. Mm -hmm. You know, like everything was about me. Not her career, not her friendships, not her love life, not herself, but me. And, you know, it, it's painful for me to... And she says, you know, I made my choice. I don't apologize for it. I don't regret it. You know, that that's how I wanted to do things. That's, I, there was a reason for that. And I, I thank her, you know, for all that she sacrificed and, and, and the things that I've been able to do as a result of it. Um, and I love my father very much. We, we are very close, but he did not pour into me that way. Mm -hmm. He didn't, you know, few, few fathers do, whether you're, you're married or, or, you know, co-parenting or whatever. It's just different not, dynamic. it's a very different dynamic, you yeah. know, and, and it's crazy. But like, I wonder if my mother hadn't been single, had she been married to my dad or someone else, would that have just meant that she was pouring into this person too? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that doesn't necessarily guaranteed that that you know i would have hoped that she'd find someone or i still do you know who who's who gives and gets and and you know that there's some kind of equal you know some parity there but um but that's just one thing you know long before i had children a child i should say i established for myself was that no matter who's in my life i will love and give and care and nurture because i am a nurturer and i am a, a lover um and, and i am warm and i like to take care of people but i have to as at least try to take care of myself too. Right. You know, like I could not, I, I was not someone who wasn't interested in men anymore because I was a parent. 
I wasn't somebody who didn't have, you know, big, huge professional ambitions because I was a parent, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and, and my mom's even kind of, you know, there have been times where she's called and like, hey, where's the baby? I'm like, well, she, you know, she's not here. Oh, you know, or or she'll she'll call me. Where are you? Oh, I'm in LA. You know, I'm in Atlanta. And she, she where your daughter? At? Yeah, you yeah. know. And I always say, I said, Mom, there's all ninety eight percent of the time there are three answers to that question, with mom, with dad at school. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We don't use babysitters. Mm -hmm. You know, very, 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 very rarely. Would you let a white person babysit your kid? I would. I have white relatives. You're an awful person. Would you let a white? I don't. I wouldn't do it. Why not? I just don't think that that's, I don't, I don't know. I'm not letting anybody watch my kid that I don't know very well. I want my kids drinking whole milk. You know, we actually do whole milk. You Sometimes. drink whole milk? I don't drink milk. What per, I cook what, with it. I don't what milk. percentage I don't drink, white I don't are drink you? milk. Like what, what, what? That's irrelevant. Um, that Objection matters. Irrelevant. That matters if you're drinking whole milk. I don't drink milk, though. Do. Milk is an accessory. I don't drink it. What I'm time would you I... say that you drink your first glass of whole milk when you wake up in the morning? Do I... you go immediately? Do you drink one before you go to sleep? You're a whole milk drinker. I hate you. I don't drink I'm, milk. Who drinks milk? You That's just disgusting. said you're a milk person a second ago. Milk is disgusting, especially the black you it. are. I don't drink it. What do you cook with it? What do you cook with whole milk? Uh, macaroni and cheese. I Out mean, the box, cereal. huh? Cereal. Out the box. Very rarely. See? White. Very rarely. I'm getting to the what? center. I'm getting to the core and the center of it. I'm going to tell you, when I was pregnant, I hadn't had Kraft macaroni and cheese since I was a kid. And I had the blue box blues. That shit nag. I didn't know I'd remember uh, what it tasted the like. blue box blues over here. And I hadn't eaten chicken. And Drinking I, whole milk. And But hold on. And I went like 10 years without eating chicken. And when I was pregnant, that little girl Yo. was like, you know what I like? Mm -hmm. Chicken. See? Chicken. Like chicken. I tell you straight up, I don't. Like I don't want my kids coming back talking about they they want to watch like American Idol like you know what I mean like dude, like you have like a white babysitter like I don't want them coming back talking about like different stuff like that like it's weird it's like like I fuck with shout out to Maddie and Jason my white people over here fuck with y'all heavy whatever. What are white people into? I was thinking that too. But you know what? That's true. What are white people? What what what? things are true. What? True crime documentaries. Oh, on. all of that. Because y'all starring those as well. Y'all the stars of all the true crime documentaries. So y'all want to watch those. I don't want my kids like, I don't want, like, you never oh know God. what white babysitters are going to do. Anyway, I have something else to talk to you about. Okay. So for you guys who don't know, Jamila is one of the leaders of Timbuktu Twitter. Uh, Timbuktu Twitter Stop. is you the just, faction of Twitter that seeks not. to um, call people out for shit that they've done wrong Gosh. and then use a buzzword, which what? I like to call, Canceling people. Hold on, on though. Nah, Jamila nah, is nah, the, nah. They, they love to get not. people and 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 get them and retweet no. shit and put shit out there no. that makes it hard for people once they fucked up in the social media sphere. The latest person who they tried to cancel, shout out to this guy, is my dude Killer Mike. I hate you. Who made a mistake? I would say made a mistake. Yeah. Went on to the NRA's platform. His heart was in the right place. He wanted to talk about black gun ownership, something that he's been talking about for a long time. Me and Mike have discussed this. He knows uh, how me and some other people feel about this. Um, but he went on the NRA's platform. Charlamagne. Whatever. He went on the NRA's he, he, yeah, he, he platform. Oh, and he platform. And he discussed this. Yeah. Uh, and the NRA, uh, very predictably, used it to discredit the March for Our Lives. How have you guys been successful in canceling Killer Mike, someone who's been working tirelessly uh, on behalf of black people um, as long as I've known what he's done. How is canceling Killer Mike coming 
and after you guys have canceled him, who are you moving on to next to cancel? Because that's what y'all like to do on Twitter. <sighs> who have you been canceling lately, Jamila? If you existed, I'd cancel you. <laughs> Seriously, you know this phenomenon I, about canceling people. I cannot thank you. Sure. Um, did, what did I? What was my tweet about killing my? Do you remember it? I will, I saw. I saw you retweeting people that I can't remember. I saw you retweeting people that were against him. That's what I saw. Did I? Yeah, you did. Big time. I. You and Sean you? King. I'm not looking you know at you. What? You're I'm, like you and Sean King. Hold on. Let me try to see, get on. Because I don't Mike. actually remember. So first of all, I am so much more than you know. Or rather, so much more than you pretending to know right now in front of people. But I was not in that conversation. I'm looking now. I'm like, hold on. I don't remember even. I noticed it. I barely, I ain't said not one damn thing about Killer Mike. I can't stand you. I didn't retweet anybody. You did. Um, I, did I, I have it right here. Tweets and replies. It. If you weren't able, oh, that's not it. Um, hold on. I'm telling you. Can you read? I, well, I, I'm reading. But I, I saw them at. earlier. I should have. I should have. Uh, no, you didn't. I saw them earlier. You were you were retweeting things about no. people that were mad at Killer Mike. No. Five hours ago. Damn, you tweet so much, man. I don't you need some hobbies. I don't. Are you kidding me? Five. My last tweet was how long ago? All right. Let's see. Let's I see you trying to cancel the New York cab drivers. I and tweeted three hours ago. Let's see here. Uh. And. Man, I'm telling you. Listen, we're going to – oh, here it is. Oh, wait. What is wrong? Let me see <laughs> wait, wait, I got to find What's it. What's wrong? Because you're not going to find it because I saw it you, doesn't exist, you jackass. What's I, I wrong saw with you? you tweeting about – No, you didn't. I did, man. This is what you – like. This, you like writing you. fanfic about me to my face I'm right saying, now. Like, you I, just assumed. I'm saying – What I'm does you, assume I saw you, mean, Van? I saw you. You make an ass out of you. Oh, here see? it is. Look, 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 look. Uh – just to be, wait, you just retweeted this, retweeted this a little while ago. Just to be clear, Killer Mike is the reason all of those people cling so desperately to their assault rifles in the first place. A six-foot-fall, 300-pound black oh, yeah, man that was is precisely the driving force behind white anxiety. His very existence that was is a good irrational. Uh, is every irrational fear made manifest, but okay. Oh, to Killer Mike. You don't need an AR-15. As a black man and fellow gun owner, I would like to have. That's Vic Mensa. Shout out to Vic Mensa. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold shout on, out to, hold shout on. out to Vic Mensa. Hold who, on. Who joined, uh, uh, who joined uh, uh, part uh, uh, of the cancel on. killer Mike rhetoric. Stop it. Stop it. Shout out to Vic Mensa. But you about to cancel me. I wasn't going to say stop. cancel you. I didn't say a word. I'm not actually into canceling people. I'm not either. So I know you're you're being hyperbolic and silly, but I'm very much against the canceling thing. In fact, that's probably been one of the things that gets me in the most trouble in Twitter is that I'm like, let's try and talk things out. Mm -hmm. Let's designate who's capable of doing it, like who will and who won't and who shouldn't have to. Why is this a thing, though? Why are we so, as people, not just black Twitter, um, more specifically in black Twitter, I will say, though, why are we so anxious to cancel people if they do one thing that we don't agree with, I, well, especially I, I, someone with the resume of a killer Mike that's who's been not, living this for a long time? So well, hold on. So uh, multiple realities are true. So that's the everything that's wrong with us as a people, as a generation. Well, you know, in my generation, also your generation, like is because of our inability to, to walk and chew gum at once or to see that something can be both in. Right. You know, so like. I am but we not. But run and dribble the basketball. I'm not, I'm not a fan of 
the cancel culture thing, right? Like yeah. it start early on when people were saying and when people were using it against folks like me. Like I remember, I think it was um, who did was it the Atlantic that did Twitter's toxic feminism wars or whatever, and basically it was calling out. They didn't mention me, but they were talking about this kind of crew of, of women writers that I just kind of, this kind of moment in feminism writing. They were talking about the black girl feminists on Twitter that were yeah. being mean to the white girl feminists, basically. Yeah. And the way that they were using the phrase cancel culture was just kind of like, you know, girls just need to get along. Everybody's trying to be a feminist, but if you're trying to challenge other feminists, then, you know, you're just going to cancel everybody. But it was like, no, you're just kind of trying to tell us to not care too much about racism because it's inconvenient for you right. you know or, or to remind you all about classism or about people of different gender expressions like the people that don't fit into this kind of middle class white you know um kind of yeah it's, it's very lame entry-level feminism that doesn't really include so anyone but levels them. of feminism is what you're saying for lack of a better word sure so anyway um <laughs> Or anyway, so um, so no, like so, Killer Mike. I'll say this: I retweeted those two things because I thought they were true. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I think that's a really important thing. So, like when something like that happens, there are a lot of people who don't. So, the danger of Killer Mike sitting down with the NRA is not just the the hurt and the pain that that would cause to a Parkland student who comes across that, right? And it's not just the absurdity of what the NRA believes that certain people in this country should have, right? It's not just the fact that these people said nothing about Philando Castile. They've had multiple podcast, I yeah. know. They've had multiple opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, to to stand up for black gun owners, if only as a strategy to make themselves sound less racist. That and is they the thing that really pushes me. Yeah. They cause they because they don't give a fuck and they don't have to. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like when when the president doesn't offer condolences, you know, in the way that he would if somebody was killed by a Muslim mm-hmm. or a person of color, you know, or when and people say, well why doesn't he because he doesn't have to. Right. So let's stop asking him to pretend to be something that he's not. I don't want the NRA to pretend to be something that they're not. So I'm glad that they're unwilling to to waver on their stance, their, their anti-blackness. I don't want them to seduce us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's not me opposing guns, right? Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the middle. Like, I, I think we should—I understand the need for people to have some guns, mm-hmm. and I wish that there wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, I would give up the right to have them all together if it meant they didn't exist. Mm-hmm. But there is this part of me that's like, well, in the meantime, in between time, I gotta be able to protect my family. Okay, strapped you know up and violent, so, New York style, my nigga. So I, I just, but there's no room for an NRA in my world. Like, like you don't defend anything that I represent as good. So with that, Killer Mike's not a young dude, mm-hmm. you know. And, and this isn't. And some of the things that he said wasn't just the NRA interview. You know, it was some of the things that he said that that were offensive or or just inaccurate and weird. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the first time. So, look, I admire Killer Mike for his time. activist work. Mm-hmm. I do. I admire, you know, what he wants for his community. I respect that. What he's working towards what for he, his community. What he is working towards for his community in certain ways. But there are some things that are off. You know what I mean? Like there were. Who's, who, who has. Which no one, one which, is perfect. Which and one I'm, of us has everything on? I'm you? not saying that. I'm not saying. You didn't even let me finish, man. Sorry. Why do you keep doing this to me? Because I'm a black man, man. I got hobbies. One of my hobbies you, is cutting interrupting black women. women. Yeah, specifically black women. You don't talk. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't cut off black women because you know you not talk to black women often enough. Um, <laughs> let alone at length. Nobody's getting cut off if it's your change will be three sixty one. Pull up to the second window. Chill out. Um, so, uh, so, um, 
you know, start your coming. I, I was thinking McDonald's too. You would have thought Popeyes, Popeyes. first. Um, so yeah, so so with that, you can say yeah, these are great. You've done some great stuff. You've said some great stuff. Your heart is in the right place. Mm-hmm. There are some things that you don't know. There are some things that you are wrong about. And at times, this is a, this is the difference between cancellation versus you know let's just engage in correction, right? There are times where the things that you're wrong about are dangerous. What you don't know or what you think you know or what you're saying that isn't true can get people killed, you know, can can hurt people from them having to sit and listen to it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and so with that, I don't necessarily, you know, depending on the infraction, I'm not saying that the first offense is like, you out, you got to go, you're done. You know, and for me, it's like somebody who will not have to be traumatized or, or harmed or, you know what I'm saying, attacked for doing it needs to be able to correct you. Somebody mm-hmm. needs to be like, look, so this is what you don't know about gender. You know, this is what you don't know about guns. This is what you d- clearly don't know about the NRA. This is what you don't know about Black Panther because you said everybody in Wakanda had guns. No That's one like had a, guns. actually one of the most famous quotes in the movie was yeah. guns. Guns so primitive, yeah. you know? So, um, so anyway, with that, so for me, I saw it and I shook my head and I, I did retweet those two things. You know, I thought, yeah, it's very important that people think about this. Like the irony that that's what's important about these Parkland kids and these black children, these Latino children from other areas, like to really continuing to build that coalition. You know, and I really hope that the, that the children from Parkland mm-hmm. come to, you know, if they don't already understand, they're very smart kids, you know, um, that the guns that kids like them get killed with are placed in, our, our people want this access to it so they can protect them right. from niggas. Right. You know what I mean? So just the irony, like like, like that, like the guy who, the, the anti, you know, the, the, the man who killed, who wanted to kill Jewish people at a JCC and ends mm-hmm. up hitting some, you know, Christians. Yeah. You know, um, the, the guy who, uh, who, who kills that young white woman at the Charlottesville rally, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's a white supremacist. What's at the core of white supremacy? The idea of protecting white womanhood, you know, from 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 men of color, right? right? And the virtues of the purity of the race. You killed a white woman. All those black people out there, you killed a white girl. Right. You know, and, and so with that, I, I think it's important um, that we are able to hold people accountable. I don't believe in disposing people. I think you have to do a lot to be disposed of, right. you know, for who me. Who does need to be canceled? Omarosa. Omarosa needs to be canceled. She's gone. Yeah. She's out. She's out. There's no redemption for Omarosa. No, no. Nah. She's out. She's nah, done. No, no. Who no. else? R. Kelly? Been done. Next. Out of here? G- like, irredeemable. Irredeemable. So, I don't want to so do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. All right, we're not going to talk about R. Kelly because nope, I know nope, you hate him. Nope, nope. But you're out of here. But Omarosa needs to be canceled. R. Kelly needs to be canceled. And you and the rest of Timbuktu cancel Twitter will decide. When, when did you be. start calling it Timbuktu? You came up there right in wrong. the three minutes before I got here uh, in the bathroom. Wrong, but the reason why I call when it did you that, call it Timbuktu? this is the reason why I call it that. Because there was, at Southern University, uh, where I went to school, there were two types of people. There were people that were into, there, there were people that were into actually figuring out the best s- solutions for communities that are actually failing. And it was niggas that was just saying, all we need to do to survive is to get back to Africa. If we could get back to Africa, man, if we could get back to Africa in our clothing, Africa in our diet, Africa in 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 our dance and is our that music what you're and saying our culture. I am? No, I'm saying that that extreme belief 
the, 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 not extreme the, the, the at all because there is no ideology. You're just talking about somebody. Well, in no, a no, no, no. The, what I'm saying is the. Yeah, I don't the, know why the, you're talking about the, them the in people, relation to me. What I'm saying is the me. people who, who have no flex, who won't work. You're gonna go two. back and listen to this and feel bad about yourself. First of all, I'm not saying that you're Tim Buckto. I, I really don't think that you are, but I think that people think that you are, and I think that that's untrue. And that's the reason why I brought it up. I think that people think that you are. I think that people think that you are. I think that people think that you are one of the people that I've was never heard. Okay, so so I mean, I've heard a lot of awful things about myself, but like the idea awful. that I'm just like put on a dashiki and go back to Africa, everything's gonna not be okay. that. Not necessarily click your heels that. three times, but and say, <laughs> but not necessarily that. But I do think that like you tweet like. One time, French Montana said something negative about black ladies or something like that. Do you remember? Yeah. And people were saying that French Montana wasn't black. I understood French Montana to be from Morocco. Yeah. And maybe in my remedial mind, not understanding whatever, whatever, I said, yo, French Montana is North African. Right. I view North Africans as black people. Right. And by the way, that's not a controversial topic where I'm from. Right. Like where I'm not saying that Africa is one country. I'm not saying that Africa is one identity. I understand that there are many different ethnicities, uh, many different countries, uh, many different colors even inside of Africa. Mm-hmm. So I said that. Yeah. I said, "Yo, French Montana's black to me because he's from Africa." Because remember now, I was also taught to worship the Egyptians for what they did. And all those people are North Africans. Those aren't Sub-Saharan Africans. They're different. I got destroyed by Timbo2 cancel culture. I got destroyed by saying, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you don't man. know this. You, you don't know, know that. Some dude that- Can I help you Like, for a And I'm like, yo, man. Van, Van, Van. And I think Van. that's before we even knew each other. Van, hold and on. You might have jumped in on me too with the, with the French Montana thing. If I'm not mistaken, it might have happened. Why don't you look it up? I, I feel remember. like it happened. Search your name in French Montana. You don't know how to search Twitter for things? No, I really don't. Let me see. Van Lathan, French Montana. I, I think it happened shortly after I met you because I feel like I might have felt bad for you. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember it happening. I don't think I actually said much about it. I might See? have. I don't know. Right. Stuff like this happens so much. But I'm going <laughs> to... I mean, it does. I cancel so many people. I don't cancel nobody. <laughs> and I very rare. Like, I don't jump into every fray. Like, if you look right. through most of the big, like, everybody's angry moments, mm-hmm. I as of late, I'm not there. Mm-hmm. You know? But... um. I, you are such a, a delicate snowflake. Wow. And you are so tender. <laughs> and I think it's it's, it's disarming. And, and wow. you know, I wouldn't have expected that of you. And so I think that, wow. that I, I find it endearing. It, it's, you know, like, um, I don't know. You know I was I'm, just wondering why. I'm going to tell you why I'm saying that. Because mm-hmm. if you could, you could not take the vitriol that I get online. You don't think so? For listen, guys, from, hold on, TMG hold on, people, hold on. have you guys seen the contact <laughs> emails on. about Van Lathan? Hold on, hold on, hold on. on my desk. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Van Lathan, your mother, the nigger whore. I know. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. But that kind of stuff is different because these are people that are writing to the TMZ email. Now, yes, I'm sure some of them tweet you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, many of them do, right? But. Yeah. The volume of the stuff that you're getting on Twitter like that it is not comparable to what I get to a lot of women I know on Twitter. On Twitter, on Twitter no. On, on Twitter, Twitter, no. no. Yeah. And so when it's somebody sending an email or even writing a letter here or a comment on YouTube or on the TMZ page, mm-hmm. it's very easy to like disassociate yourself from that because they're on somebody else's platform talking around you. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, this guy van. Even in a letter, it's like, yeah, that's really aggressive. That's crazy. You took the time to do it. And, and I've gotten plenty of them and not nearly as many as you, I'm sure. You know, because I'm not on TV every day. And, but it's still like, okay, they're not really talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when people show up in, in my, like, little Twitter replies, it, it's, and, and, or make videos about me mm-hmm. or, or do, you know what I'm saying, write blog posts about me. And well, I'm not saying it happens, like, all the time. Well, the Twitter thing happens all the time. But the other stuff happens a little bit more rare but far more frequent than it should be because mm-hmm. it's insane to do those things. But, like, I don't think that you get it. I think you, like, that that moment is, I've been canceled worse than that. Like, I've had my, you know, I've had Cancel you? I, everybody gets canceled. How can you cancel everybody the Because can- I'm not the canceler, you <laughs> jerk. That's why. But I'm saying that, like, that Dude. stands out for you. I remember it. And it's uh-huh. like, I feel like I've probably seen people talk to you worse than that. But that uh-huh. moment for you is like a, oh, man, because you felt misunderstood. You were like, I just. Because uh, my point I, was that I we just, all black, I was just man. trying to do the right thing. You and I'm what? hurt. And I'm like, yeah, so imagine if that was your whole identity. That's You were a feminist for two minutes. Right. And you still talking about it like nine months later. You're so delicate. I was trying to. You're like a crepe paper. Let me ask you. Okay. I got a couple more questions for you. One is very important. As a feminist, what do you think of Amber Rose's brand of feminism? I like Amber Rose. I like her a lot, you know? I mean, she became a feminist as a full-grown woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I became one at 12, so I've had a lot longer to, like, work things out. You know what I mean? So, like, to embrace something that's already controversial while you're in the public eye, mm-hmm. you know, I felt bad for her at times. You know what I'm saying? Like, she said things I didn't agree with, you know what I mean? But as have people, as has bell hooks. Right. You know what I'm saying? As has really, Bill Hooks has said things Hooks that you don't. Bill Hooks says things that I don't. Wow. You know, so like as as any human being that I respect and admire. Bill Hooks don't like Beyonce. So um, anyway, That's tough. I uh, it's tough to tough to be on I, that hill know, alone, Bill Hooks. You know who I don't like? Who <laughs> you? I'm saying Bill Hooks don't like Beyonce. Bill, <laughs> like it's tough to be anyway. But you were saying. so uh, so yeah, like to to be trying to sort these things out and and really kind of under understand them in front of the public eye you know if you stumble if you make a mistake which we all do early in that process so much of what i think is wrong when you talk about the cancel culture those are people who just got their line jacket they just crossed they brand new Mm -hmm. they're so excited to prove how woke they are they're so excited to prove how woke they are how much they know you know that it's like a spectator kind of you know it's like look at me look what i can do um, something I, and I think I've said this to you before, uh, this organizer by the name of Loretta Ross said at a conference I, I attended and it stuck with me. Uh, she said, am I calling you out to prove how woke I am, you know, mm. to demonstrate that? Or am I calling you in because I think you're vital to the movement, you know? And so it's like. That's so, but that's what we should be doing. Exactly. That's it. That's what she's saying. She's like. Am I calling you out to just to show you, which I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that sometimes. I'm not going to lie. You know what I mean? I, I try not to do it in like a hurtful way or anything, but like times where I could just look at it. Somebody says something silly on Twitter and maybe it is connected to race or gender or sexuality, right? These things I'm really passionate about. But, and I retweeted with something sassy and I could have just let it ride. You know, and more often than not, I do. I'm at the point in my life now where like, it's like, why? You know, okay, you disagree with them. Cool. You know, if it's something that I feel like, okay, people really need to to know that this is not okay, and I'm not punching down. You know, it's not me trying to get everybody mad at someone who has, you know, 400, 5,000 followers or something. You know, it's like, no, like, you're advocating for some stuff that's really bad, you know, or you're saying something that's really hurtful or harmful, you know, to 
black women, to black men, to black people, to, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to mothers, to any demographic of people, um, you know, I, I, I try to punch up at, even if maybe I'm better known on Twitter than that person. Like if you're protecting patriarchy or sexism or racism or homophobia, you know what I mean? It doesn't quite feel like punching up in the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Or punching down. You know, because maybe more people are going to tweet you like, yeah, you know, and you're wrong. And there are times where I feel bad. Like, no, nah, I don't want everybody yelling at this black girl because she said something I don't like. Like, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's like, so so with the killer Mike, that's a, when when he stumbles like that, someone has to call him in. You know, and that's what Vic Mensa was intending to do. Right. Like, that's how he addressed, even though killer Mike owned us to be Vic Mensa dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not exaggerating. Sure. Um, but but the way he said it was like man to man, artist to artist, you know, gun lover to gun lover, bro. You know what I'm saying? He did it publicly. Yeah. You know he did it publicly, but he still did it respectfully. Right. You know, so I I don't think and I do a lot of stuff privately. You know what I mean? I show, like I, I I look at if, if I'm in. She does a lot of if stuff. If I have, if I have access to someone and, and they've said something, you know, that is offensive or hurtful, and I think they don't really understand it. Mm. you know what they said or did yeah. i'm gonna reach out to you you actually be- did that to me one time like i made a joke about r yeah. kelly and you uh only once i think i did that a couple times i was like you you hit me up and you was like van don't, delete that don't yeah yeah and i, I deleted it because i don't yeah. want to get canceled because i do think you know uh, i'm letting you off the hook on a lot of stuff on here but like i really do think you are somebody who wants to be saying and doing the right thing you know what i mean like who who does believe in the idea of us as a people getting better doing better getting along you know what i mean so i just want everyone to be able to live their full life which brings me to my next problem i want to talk about twerk videos (laughs) okay i want to talk about twerk videos because in many ways to me the twerk video has become more go-to masturbation tool than porn has ever been. What about watching a woman shake her ass do you think is so appealing to men? And secondly, is there a female equivalent Hmm. to the twerk video? Is there something that you, when you put aside your hate for men, is there something that you- Oh man, I only hate you. Like to watch men do that moves us as much as a twerk. good twerk video. First of all, do you like twerk videos? Um, Does Jamila Little uh, like twerk videos? Talk about not it. Not really. I'm going to tell you what. what. I, because I'm jealous. I, You're I jealous. like them in theory. Like I see them sometimes, I'm like, wow, you don't get lost in them. But then I'm like, why don't I have a big booty like that? Or why can't I shake You know, like- you can have one. <sighs> you can have one if you like. I need like, to. Can y'all hire me over here so I can get some of them endorsements? I'm telling you, Dr. Get Miami the- Tech. Listen, ain't said nothing but a word. But yeah. um, but yeah, but I can't help us to look at like, damn, I wish I, you know, wish I had that body, and I wish I could move it like that. You right. know, it, it can do some stuff, but it can't do that stuff. You know, and, <laughs> and it's like there's a hand-eye coordinator. I've watched. I've like, mm-hmm. I've tried my best. I've tried like, I can do enough, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be a nobody. Do you know video. who the the greatest twerker in the world is? Miss Twerkson. Oh, Miss Twerkson. Yeah. Maddie, do you know who Miss Twerkson is? You, you have no clue who she was. So, Matt, here's the thing. Miss Twerkson. She's like the Hillary Clinton of she, so She's like the Hillary Clinton of twerking. She's the Hillary Clinton of twerking. You see, I ain't say Madam C.J. Walker. I wasn't going to disrespect right, no black, no, no, like no black ladies. 
not gonna she, say you're not gonna say she's the Maya Angelou right. twerking. Nope. She's the Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. She signed some crime bills back in the day, but like so well, she's an amazing. Story. I mean, so here's it's the deal. an art. It's she's an 25 art. Twenty five years old. Is she that young? God. She's twenty five years old. Because here's the problem. Here's the problematic part. Oh, Yo, you're of a creep. Twer- so that's weird. Wait, wait. Here's because the problematic like part of the twerk team. Miss 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 Twerksome is the leader of the twerk, twerk team. team. And so people know the twerk team. Damn, but they've been around since I was in college. So you she know was like what? a teenager when she started that. She was young, yeah. dog. That's no. the problem. And I think a lot of people didn't know about the online twerkings when they started twerking. They were like yeah. 16, 17. I didn't watch those videos. I never saw them. But like, like when she got, as soon as she became 18, started watching the videos. She has I bet pro- you $300 if I go through your phone nah. right now. <laughs> I will find she is progressed. a pre-2017. Never. Never. Like, she has progressed no. to uber-level twerking, and she's taking no. it to the next level. White guys, do y'all know who Miss Twerksome is? Do y'all know the twerk team? You never heard of them? It's fine. Don't do that. That's cool. It's Ghetto Barbie in that. Ghetto Barbie is a very, very high-profile twerker. Different weight class than 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 Miss Torksum. Different weight class. It's a heavyweight. Miss Torksum is kinda like a middleweight. Yeah. Different weight class. Didn't say anything was wrong with that. You need yeah, why the are you class. laughing? Yeah. Different weight class. You know, we don't hate big women in our yeah, culture. Yeah, in our we culture actually, we uh, we embrace that shit. Yeah. Shout out to Ghetto Barbie. Ghetto Barbie yeah. got the tattoo right there on the ass. So is there anything that's the equivalent, I'll ask again, mm-hmm. of twerking for women? Like is there anything because I I've seen I know that women like to go to these uh, these male strip reviews mm-hmm. where they actually give the guys actual hand jobs and blow jobs and stuff like that. Let me tell you which women not going to that. You don't do that. What the fuck? I you look never like to... spending money to. Okay, yes, I've been to strip clubs, but you've never seen the... DancingBear.com. No. Have you seen that site? No. You've never seen the DancingBear.com. No. I mean, I've seen the paint parties with the. You seen that? That's the new thing. Like oh, the paint, paint party? St- where I forget what it's called, stripping paint or something. Where like a nude model, like you paint a nude model, and it's a man, and uh-huh. he's but it's usually like a stripper dude. So he's kind of walk around like with his dick out. Yeah, helicopter and shit. You like want to see that? a picture? Of my I don't want to see it. Okay. Well, like, like so, so I don't. So to your question, is there a male equivalent? So I, I guess that would be something along the lines of a not non-sexual but like short of pornography right like it's not porn but it's, it's not like porn, real but it kind of but, but turns it, it you could on. be porn right it, it's it's yeah okay um well the d'angelo video as i mentioned earlier the d'angelo video, <laughs> that was yeah. that was one of them for me for right. a while um i guess god you women are so complicated no why all you got all we got to do is have the chick shake her ass it's simple i know i'm saying so let's so like you guys want chicken noodle soup? No, to be no, made. no, 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 no. It, it's stop. It, it's that when I think of the guys that kind of post those sort of like little lip licking kind of like, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, the dudes yeah. who kind of see the who who in the way that Miss Twerkson knows this thing that she has and what mm-hmm. she can do with it, like the the guys that are like I'm real pretty and I got you know you have the three cuts in the eyebrows like that to me doesn't you don't like me, it doesn't turn me on you know like because they 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 look I, I'm not attracted to men that are really into themselves and that like what about dang. Kofi from from Queen Sugar? It's a beautiful man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but he he's very attractive, you know. But and I don't see as much from him online as I see some of the other really pretty men, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe he, he he's not guilty of that, but the ones that are real, like, constantly posting selfies and just kind of, you know, it, the selfies, one thing, when I see you kind of, like, looking at yourself. Feeling um, yourself. Yeah, it's like, not, that's like, oh, I don't, I, you know, that that turns me off a bit, but um, what was I going to say? So I don't think there's actually a real equivalent, but I will say, I'm trying to think, like, what's the thing? I don't know, I just like men. I just like looking at men. Like you don't have to be like like 
I guess like the, the gray. Plant. I was gonna say the gray sweatpants thing. Gray it's sweatpants. Like a nice eggplant dick pic, dick dick prints. The print, yeah. The, like dick, the, the dick print is that the dick print to you is equivalent to the twerk video. Yeah, I, I like those like a lot. Like that's just watch know. this. Watch this question right here. Yo, uh, uh, Jason. Yo, Jason. Who's the hottest black woman in the world? Watch him struggle. I'm gonna think of somebody. Don't say Rihanna. You can't say Rihanna. Or Beyonce. Who's the hottest? P. Henderson. Okay, so you changed your name. Taraji P. Henderson. She overall of Imperial. <laughs> Gary Union. Younger, younger Gabby Union. She looks the exact same fucking way like that she did never... when she came out. Are you kidding? She looks better. She looks the she's exact same way she did aging. when she came out. And she's like, she looks better. Like she's That's how I know prettier. you, You don't fuck with sisters. I don't believe I like I don't be I don't believe that they appreciate us just the way they should. Except for Maddie. He Maddie. Might have a ghetto Barbie thing. Like yeah, he, he might. He's, he he see how he brought up ghetto Barbie. Like, you know, um, remember what? I, see, yeah. Bullshit, oh. nigga. Oh, like, like, like. Remember I told you earlier on he he treats on his wife with black oh. women. This is ghetto Barbie. Y'all give it up, up for Jamila Lemieux. Give it up for Jamila Lemieux. Let me tell you what I learned today. This is very important. Oh, I learned some stuff today. Number one. I learned about neo-feminism and why. Neo. Ugh. Neo-feminism. Oh, my God. I learned about why it's so super important to embrace our sisters, to call them in and not call them out, okay, and work towards a better understanding between black women and black men. Because I do believe that one of the main things that's holding back black ascension is that there seems to be a fracture between mm. black men and black women. And black men don't think it exists, and black women are all too aware of it. Black men really think that it was, to me, I remember one time I was having a conversation with my friend Lauren, shout out to Lauren Bell, one of the smartest ladies I know, some time ago, and I said something about what the white man has done to the black man. Mm-hmm. And she said, specifically, what about black women? And you at that point in my, in my At that point in my life, I thought everything that happened to us had happened to you guys. Were you 35? No, I wasn't 35. Chill. How are you? It's maybe like 27. Okay. And so, and so at that point, I thought every, but I realized that you guys have specific needs. Women, period. Specific needs. See, not all women. Are we talking about black women right now? Okay, so. we're talking girl, like Crystal said. Girl, I said black. Okay. Um, but uh, and so it's very important that we get on the same page. No, that was Netta with the girl I said black. That was You're Netta. About the tweet? That yeah. was Netta. Okay. Uh, um, I just mixed up Crystal and Netta. But it's very important, and it's as important that black women get some hobbies. I'm going to start taking out some Groupons and sending them around, get y'all to some pottery what, classes. Wait, wait, who going But pot, Vance, like, but Vance, yeah. who going to do all this stuff if we off doing hobbies? Who going to take care of y'all? That would make us take care of ourselves if you guys had, you think. No, y'all just think, call us negligent. You think we going to starve? You, th- we not gonna starve. Y'all get some- sisters invested to yourselves. Listen, some of y'all walk around using the same bar of soap until it oh, is the size of a me. grain. A, a yo, cube. you bro- probably got like, a yo, bar of soap I, the yo, size of a real sugar shit, cube. Real shit. I broke that motherfucker yesterday and spreaded it around the, the, the wash. And you have money, so imagine, <laughs> imagine the person who actually has to think about his purchases uh, at the at the family. That's true. Black female haters, uh, Maddie and Jason. Clap for Jamila Lemieux one more time, man. Now she, just, oh, okay, fine. Just clap for her. You don't hate black women. What did I do? He said clap for me. He said clap for you. 
Yeah, Black Female Empowers. Clap for Jamila and me. We, we really appreciate you joining us today on the Red Pill Podcast. Thank, Thank you so you. much.